Hi, Emma from Greatest Guardians here. Before we start, I'd like to invite you to please join our Twitter family at Gillespian Greatest. That's the first name in the title of our podcast, plus G-R-8-S-T, at Gillespian G-R-8-S-T. Thanks so much. Please enjoy episode five. Welcome to Galesrian's Greatest, a Pathfinder 2nd Edition RPG actual play podcast and homebrew story trailing the adventures of the greatest heroes from a magical world of the past. My name is Emma and I'm the GM, leading my players across the jungles, oceans, mountains, and more on Galesrian, our fantasy world of old. Volume 1, Episode 5, Cave Dwellers. Last time on Tales of the Witch Boys, Sagafa did her best to hide from the rangers and their companions. Shaija and Hem kept a lookout, but as Sagafa returned, the group was whisked away into the night by some concerned local people. We need to update our, um, our faces are off right now uh i've just removed it it's not coming back yeah i've had this issue my entire (laughs) life (laughs) please uh, (laughs) stick with me while i figure out why our faces are not visible (laughs) okay now i'm gonna have to get into the Um, switch and see what's happening who's talking i i can't see them We're all ghosts. Well, sorry. We're never Is here. Is this a little more noticeable? Well, uh, nope. today, please enjoy this session, which is me, Mike, and Dawn. And that's it. Nobody else. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. Oh, no. Sorry, um, Michaela. We'll start our own group with Blackjack and Hookers. Go. <laughs> Sounds like more fun anyway. This is a different game than I was expecting. Yeah. Oh, I'm here. There we go. <laughs> Do you guys all watch as well? On, uh, on. Do you watch the stream as we play? I just oh. have it up for chat. Mm. <laughs> oh God, play, no! no. Okay. Seeing my I own just... face <laughs> is very disturbing. No, it's. <laughs> I'm constantly cringing seeing my goofy ass moving mouth parts so no it's 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 minimized just so i can see the chat exactly what Don i just said. stare at myself the whole time like the vain vain person i am uh, okay I've, that's what i I've do never <laughs> never understood vanity i'm like the opposite i look and i'm like just yep. gonna shut that screen <laughs> down and run the other direction yeah, see, I have it's a combination of the two where I'm like, I have to look, but uh But I look horrible! <laughs> um, yeah, no, never going to watch a single one of our episodes. <laughs> That's okay, you don't have to. I already look what I need to watch. So, we are here. We are playing our 
amazing Pathfinder 2 game that we're super excited about, I think. Um, I don't know why I said that like it was sarcastic, because I actually think we're enjoying this, <laughs> like, a lot. Um, I'm having fun. I hope you guys are, too. My name is M. I am the Game Master, and uh, we are playing through a homebrew story called Tales of the Witch Boy. My role is uh, GM, and also I play Remy the Witch Boy and his little um, familiar, the Fey Dragon, Eska. Um, what about Michaela? Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Michaela. Uh, she, her for my pronouns, please. Um, I play Sogafa, the halfling dampier sorceress. Uh, always cheerful, uh, trying to be far more deadly than she could ever possibly be. Um, that's me. Thank you very much. How are you, Don? I'm doing well. Hi, uh, Don, pronounce he him. Tonight I will be playing the rambunctious kobold swashbuckler Krig Fogcrusher, pronounce also he him. And I'm doing, doing well. Good. Hello, Mike. What's up? Yo, yo, yo. Yo. I, I, yo, yo, yo. I try to say yo, and then it sounded funny, so I did it two more times. Anyways, my name is Mike. <laughs> he, him. Playing Shai Jatantur and her uh, Eidolon Hem. Cool. And last but not least for today is Gwen. Hi, I'm Gwen, and I am playing the lesbian wreck Hannah Liar. <laughs> Our favorite. Uh, <laughs> and uh she's also a fighter nice <laughs> yes we more are, of a lover we are unfortunately missing jenna today jenna had some life things that happened that she needs to focus on and it was super last minute it was like oh my gosh life and so here we are um i'm gonna pilot lishijia if i need to i will do my best uh i'm probably going to refrain from playing lishijia too much and just assume that lishijia is following the group because i don't want to step on jenna's toes too much um but at the same time if if i need to jump in as lishijia i'm gonna go ahead and do that and try to tread carefully with her character um <clears throat> So, welcome to episode nine. Are we in episode nine? Yep. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Episode nine of Tales of the Witch Boy. You have been following the trail from Baikisi to Bungai to the Kinderon Mountains. And just recently, you have arrived at the foot of the Kinderon Mountains with the help of a Shisk woman and her scout partner, it seems. The two of them have led you through the jungle after a very a very scary and very tense situation in the dead of night. You've worked your way from a quiet camp that you set up in the middle of the night toward 
um, a marshy area. And recently, as you've arrived in this marsh, you realize that the, the wetter environment is probably a product of the waterfalls that stream into the Kinderon River just below the mountains. I'm going to zoom in on our map for us so that everybody can see our Saga Gesa map um, and where you're at. Our party token, I'm going to get everybody over here. Looks like we need Kayla and, oh, Jenna, looks like Jenna is here. Or at least online, okay. Um, that, that's me, I'm Gwen. Got it. Jenna is actually online as well. Um, oh. But you are in the southern jungle still, and you've been trailed recently by a group of rangers who is hunting Remy, the witch boy, for unknown reasons. You've been told to head to the Whispering Marshes where you might find some answers as to why this is happening, who these rangers are, where they're from, and I believe uh, the woman who met you, and did anyone write down her name? Because that is a habit that I, or that's something that I typically forget to do. It was do. like Nika. Okay, something like that. I, I believe it did start with an N, yeah. Uh, I have down Yell Lee. Oh, fantastic. Right. Okay, thank you. Yell Lee. Yes. Um, and Yaley also mentioned something about the continent of Elea, which I think Sigafa probably lit up with a little bit when, when that was mentioned. Um, I would like a very easy and basic survival check from, Isa, from each of you. This is not so much to... Um, and actually, you know what, it can be a different type of role if you would prefer it. So let me describe what you're trying to do. Um, rather than navigate, because you have navigators who are leading you through the jungle at this point. Um, rather than navigate, this check is to determine how well do you keep up? How well are you able to stay with the group? Um, and are you able to prevent yourself from falling over difficult terrain? Are you feeling confident as you push forward through the jungle? Uh, it's a pretty standard basic check to just kind of work your way through the jungle. Um, go ahead and give me whatever you think might work. I would say probably the most applicable would be survival um, or athletics. Uh, or athletics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How long have we been traveling through with this group now? Just uh, overnight, I'll, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll get to that, actually. So it was just overnight. Um, but you do start to work your way up into the mountains. And I am going to fast forward time a little bit. Uh, since you have navigators, since you have people who are leading you through the jungle, um, they're able to to guide you away from dangers. They're able to guide you on the most efficient path forward. And, oh, look at that. Um, <laughs> and they're able to kind of make sure that you're taking the, 
correct the correct path, right? Um, so if you rolled a natural one, <laughs> I, I crit failed my athletics check. Yes. What's your what, What's your total? I still point. got a nine. That's not horrible. The DC is a 10, um, and nothing bad happens on a fail. Um, it's just kind of flavor with this. I would like you to give us a little bit of flavor about how Gwen or how Hannah possibly fails that check as you're walking through the jungle. <laughs> and well, I, mentioned... I would like you to keep in mind too that this is a consecutive or uh, like a consecutive, it's a this isn't just one cumulative, yeah, something like that. that something that uh, this happens over the course of some time. It's not just like one thing that happens in one moment. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, you said it was really, really swampy just because of all the waterfalls and everything like that. And last session, Hannah sort of left behind all of her worldly possessions except for the clothes on her back and everything like that, I feel like one of her boots gets stuck in the mud and just pulls right off. So she's just walking with one the entire way now. Like, she she wanted to say something, but, like, a little too much time pulling her foot out and everyone was already ahead. She didn't want to bother anybody. Oh, so she kept going. And now she's just got such a weird gait that now it's like causing minor back pain just because her shoes are so uneven as she's walking. Because one doesn't have anything. And so, Oof. yeah, it's just sort of a bad day. That's brutal. Um, okay, thank you. I saw a nat 20 in there too. I think that was Shija. Yeah, uh, the reason why I asked how, how long we've been walking is because Shija stayed up all night uh, making sure that nothing bad was happening to Remy. Um, uh, and I think that Shaija is very suspicious of the group. Yeah. So maybe that would explain why she's able to, even though she's like dog tired, uh, she's constantly on a lookout, seeing if there's any signs of the, that these people might be ill intent. Okay. Thank you. Give me a... Uh... Since you rolled a nat 20 on that, what's your total? The the total was a 19, because I gave myself oh. the minus for, for fatigue. Got it. Um, why don't you give me a perception check against the will DC of these individuals? Uh, I think we also did this last session, but since you're keeping up well and observing them, let's go ahead and do another. Uh, low 11 <laughs> okay I, yeah i don't think you're able to really figure out what their motives might be um nonetheless they seem to be looking out for your safety at least for the time being uh the man the shisk man he has uh very very distinct spines that come out of his arms and the back of his neck. Specifically, the, the spines on the back of his neck are long and they, they drape down against the back of against his back. Uh, he's wearing a, um, a a piece of cloth that's 
uh, affixed to his shoulder, like affixed across his shoulder and down the, the side of his body. Um, but other than that, he's bare-chested. That, that same cloth is wrapped around his waist, and it kind of serves as a little bit of a belt. Um, and he has what seem to be, like, uh, basic tools attached to it. Um, so he's got, like, a little pick. He has uh, a, a, a knife made of stone. He has... Um, a bow that he he sticks in the back of his uh, in the back of the piece of cloth um, and every now and then he'll stop he'll he'll bend down and he'll take his pick and he'll like dig into the the soil and pull out some insects and kill them and then eat some insects on the spot. Uh, he's clearly a survivalist. Um, and every now and then he kind of, as he stops, he points out things that all of you should avoid stepping on or avoid touching, maybe plants that you should uh, you should know about as you're walking through. Um, and I'm going to, if you're able to succeed at a um, either a survival check a perception check or a nature check. Um, uh, <laughs> Hannah's like, uh. <laughs> um, if you're able to succeed at any of those, uh, then I will give you a plus two bonus to future survival checks through the Kinder on Mountains. Okay, I got an 18 nice. perception. Cool. 24 perception. Very good. Love it. A 19 for Sogatha. Okay. To nature. All of you succeed. So as you travel through the Kinderon Mountains, and only the Kinderon Mountains, just by watching him and listening to him as you travel through these uh, first stretches of of this mountain range, um, you are able to pick up on some things that you should avoid, some things that would help you, some things that might be good to know related to plant life. Uh, what are some things that you could hunt for? What are some things that you could dig for and eat if you needed to? Uh, general survival methods. And I think all of you pick up on these. And while you are in the Kinder on Mountains, you'll gain that bonus to your survival check. Um, so you can go ahead and take note of that. Um, Traveling with these two, you actually make it, and I'm going to go ahead and move your token. You make it five days forward into the jungles um, safely. Oh, it's now 25 breeze. Let me, let me, thank you for reminding me about that. Let me do that right now. So it would be one night would be the 21st, two nights, 22nd, three nights, 23rd. Yep, it would be the 25th of breeze which is in our, our days of the week if you want to know um are i always have fun with calendars i think it's a really fun world building aspect that that you can do a lot with um it is currently moon day of breeze and it is the 25th so consider it's a six-day week in galestrian um moon day terra day Orb day, dust day, star day, and vast day. Um, and it is currently now the 25th. It is a 
waning crest uh sorry waxing crescent if you're interested in moon um but yeah after some travel five days forward or five nights forward uh you arrive in a very lush but also well in a, in a very lush green environment um you're pretty clearly high up in the mountains and it seems as if uh, it, it, you're starting to see like cliffs that drop off um, and smaller passes that lead forward. Um, a lot of the passes seem to be pretty narrow, uh, maybe five to six people across with steep sides on, on each side that plummet down. Um, if you were to fall, you would not just fall off a cliff, but you would slide down, probably to your death. Um, and it's, you know, it's treacherous landscape. Um, <clears throat> and moving forward, it, it seems as if the, the area has become more rocky as well. It's still quite green. There's still a lot of uh, trees and and plant life, and birds are singing in the in the trees. It's I mean it's very clearly lively. There's a lot happening, um, but there are rocks everywhere, um, and they are these massive gray, um, beautiful. Uh, stones and boulders that rise out of the soil. Um, and I think one thing that you would notice once you arrive is as as interesting a feature is as these cliffs are, an equally interesting feature is that there are caves built into these boulders and rocks that, that rise out of the ground. Um, and the schisk navigators lead you into these caves um and i think before you would enter yaley would turn to you and say my people's village is in here we are a cave dwelling people if you wish to stay with us or travel through our caves you may join me if you choose to go forward on your own, you may take the winding paths that lead through the passes in the Kinderon Mountains. However, at the very least, this would be a good place to rest. My people are wary of outsiders, but we are kind and we are helpful. Bless you. <laughs> no, no, that's Shaija. <laughs> <laughs> uh, th this might be a bad time to bring this up, but do you happen to have any sandals or shoes that your tribe makes? Um, I lost mine about five clicks back. Oh my goodness, my dear. Yes. Spirits. We, we can provide you with any wares that you might need to continue forward. Should you have 
the goods to trade or the price to pay to, to purchase them. Yeah, I have plenty of... We will arrange something. I have could a hatchet. We, could we do some chores? Could we help you, your, your folks around? Could we cook for you? Or, uh, I I do have coins. I have I have some money. I can help buy stuff. Uh, you see, when we left uh, our original camp, uh, a lot of us had to leave a lot behind. Uh, Hannah, you were able to so kindly return our treasured items to us. So let me, I could buy you a pair of. And uh, Craig looks down at their feet. Boots, flats. I don't know your style. Um. Uh. Whatever it is, as long as they match, because I I have picked out the 16th rock from my foot today, oh. and I think I'm done. Uh, the Shisk woman, Yeli, looks at Krieg and says, This is very kind of you. Kinderon is a community. We look out for one another. However... I think you might find that you are not the only visitors to our home. Recently, our friends from the Wishbone Mountains have joined us as well. We can explain more when you come in, should you choose to do so. Oh yeah, we can't go forward with, uh, with a barefoot fighter. No, uh, I'd be honored to meet uh more cultures. This is my first time in Sakagesa, so I... Wishbone Mountains, you say? What's what's their thing? I love I... to meet new people, so I'm in. Honestly, I... I'm... Just... Are you, are you okay? Are you asking me if I am okay? No, I'm asking Shaija. You seem tired. In... It was a long night. It was a long night. And she's just kind of sta- like staring into the cave and like looks weary to go in. I mean, I could probably go another week without shoes. I'll just take the other one off. I mean, we're a party. We're, we do things together. Yes, but you'll be the only one of us getting blisters. And Craig will lift up. He, has, he is barefoot as well, but he has beautiful <laughs> scales protecting him. We can't, we can't, this rocky ground, he like kicks at it. You can't walk on this barefoot, Hannah. No, let's not, let's not be hasty. Let's meet I've some people. I've been doing people. it for five days. This is fine. Uh, can I look at your feet and see how not fine <laughs> they are? Can we do, Should I make I a do, fortitude check? Would you mind check? doing some medicine, your yeah. stuff, your medicine stuff on her foot? It looks horrible. Okay, so I got a 17 fortitude, so it's not, like, terrible. Um, I think, so I think fortitude is, is a slightly different measure of how you're doing. I think fortitude is how well are you handling the pain. So what I think I'd like you to do is, um, (laughs) let's, let's do, oh gosh, let's see. I think this is a potentially a, a flat D twenty luck check to see how uh. <laughs> how awful the landscape has been to you. I, 
if anybody has other ideas, I am open to those. Oh no, I love on a scale of 1 to 20 how bloody are <laughs> Hannah's feet. I got an 8. Love that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're probably pretty bruised up. They're probably pretty bloodied. Um, and I would think maybe you've got like a toenail missing. It's fine. It was like that before, I think. I don't know. I don't look at my feet very often. <laughs> mm. uh, well, uh, a couple thorns it. sticking out. I can see that, that you're uh, a little reluctant, Shaija, and uh, Lishija, I know she doesn't even have to say anything. I know she doesn't want to go in here. She's been giving us this <laughs> silent treatment all day. I know, and you know, I, I didn't think it would bother me, but it's bothering me. So, I didn't think it was um, possible. Lishija <laughs> takes her fan, she goes, fine, but if you try anything, we're watching you. That is spot on. <laughs> it's true. If they do anything, we will be watching them. We might not have a recourse, but we'll watch them. <laughs> yeah, so Shaija's definitely going to go in reluctantly, but she doesn't say much. She's actually been quiet. Like I said, she's been tired. She, did, she didn't even make uh, Sagatha the daily supply of, of medicine. Okay. You enter the cave, and moving forward, it, it winds downward a little bit uh, deeper into the mountain, and I think you notice that, you know, it's, it's dimly lit by fungi, little mushrooms that seem to be growing out of the rock that are giving off a green light. Um, and so there's this very beautiful but also eerie atmosphere to the caves uh, this light green light is just emanating from different sides of the caves different areas and um, the deeper you go you you start to hear voices a little bit more loudly uh, and and I think you would actually I don't know if your characters would be surprised but as you approach what seems to be a village built into the rock, uh, I, I think your characters might be surprised by how many people live down here. Uh, there is a whole community. Like, probably in, in one of these large caverns, in the first large cavern you enter, you see 200, 300 people just mulling about, living their lives. Um, and looking across the sides of the, the cave wall, um, there are homes etched into the rock that are made of rock that clearly go deeper into the, the rock wall. And it, it seems as if they have like windows built into them. Um, there are little curtains hanging across those windows made of like canvas um, and there are little shops that have been built into the floor of the cave so like there's a pathway that winds that was clearly once the floor of this cave and then off to the side of that pathway 
there are little ramps that go down into separate shops and those shops have just been like depressed into the ground you've got etchings of little little circles that have tables built into them out of rock that have been etched and it's this beautiful little village market that's all it's almost as if um i don't know if you've watched avatar the last airbender but when when toph and the sand when toph learns sand bending she like sand bends a model of i think it was bossing say and it's like she she stands in the sand and then she does her little earthbending thing and a depression of the city is etched into the ground. And that's a lot like what this is with the cave uh, being the etching tool that was, or the, the, yeah, the cave being the floor. What, you know what I'm saying, I think. Um, <laughs> We're <laughs> on front page. Cool. Um, and you notice that as you continue back into the cave, there are more of these caverns um, with 200 300 people in them i mean you <laughs> you have uh john <laughs> looking at the chat here it's funny um couldn't resist <laughs> so there are two or th i think there are three we're gonna say three of these caverns uh with 200 to 300 people each i mean this is a, this is a city like uh, by by modern standards um in a remote location, like this is a city. Um, and a couple things are explained to you as you continue forward. I wanna pull up my notes to make sure I get this correct. Everybody give me a perception check. I wanna see what you notice. Uh, 17. 22. Nice. Now that your foot is walking on smooth stone floors, <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm being more paying attention. Oh, it's nice. Nice and cool. It's got that, like, nice cave dampness. Bet it's doing wonders for my foot. <laughs> oh, yeah. As you continue forward, Yaley turns to the group and explains. There are more people here than usual. Shisk scouts from the Wishbone tribes arrived in Kinderon two weeks ago. Shortly after them, their people, as refugees, began showing up. They said that their home had been taken by a group calling themselves the Wilders of Clarth. One of their elders knew them to be a group from the continent of Aelea. Our sister tribe and their caves had been ransacked and stolen, while these refugees journeyed south to stay with the Kinderon tribes for the time being. Two weeks before these wilders arrived, the Wishbone tribes observed a ship of outsiders traveling up the Duntara River through the lowlands. It seems as if these wilders arrived in order to 
set up a home base or a camp for themselves in Sagagesa. For what purpose, we did not know until recently when we heard of the witch boy being attacked. And we now assume that these two are related, though we do not know why they would be so far north if they were coming after the witch boy near Bungai. I mean, Remy's a cool kid and all, but like, I think an army's a bit much. No offense, Remy. <laughs> no offense. We do not think uh, they I... think of them as an army. More like 20, 30 expert rangers. Uh, can I do, uh, there's not history, but can I do like a religion society? check? Or, yeah, society or something like that so that I can uh, see if I know anything about these wilders? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, mm. I have nothing for society, so let's hope. Nice. Oh, 16! Um, I think after hearing people describe this and hearing that that it has been connected to Elea, um, a, a bell goes off. And I, I think you recognize that the Wilders of Clarth are one of the one of the elven groups in Elea that is partial to taking odd jobs from the elven kingdoms. And you know that the elven kingdoms are they there's a a certain sense of entitlement, a certain sense of um, what's the word? I, I guess entitlement gets it across, but the elven kingdoms think of themselves as better than others, and they choose not to interact with the wilds, with the severed wilds, which so are isolationist, xenophobic kind of. They an can be. superiority. Yes, an air of superiority. Yeah, they absolutely can come across that way. And that's not to say that all of the elven kingdoms are are exactly like that. Sure. Um, but that is generally the, it's the vibe, right? That's the atmosphere that most people expect when they enter an elven kingdom. Um, the Wilders of Clarth are known to take the jobs that the elven kingdoms don't want to send their soldiers out for. The Wilders of Clarth are a group of expert rangers that has a long history in Gelesrian. And those wilders will go out and do the undesired jobs that uh, the hoity-toity elves don't want to get their hands dirty with. Right? And so, so... they're mercenaries. They're mercenaries, very much. Um, but they're a very specialized group of mercenaries. Oh, and another distinguishing factor of them is that in order to rank up in the Wilders of Clarth, 
you need to make bonds with different animals. And those bonds are representative of your ability as a ranger. And um, they are known to consider various types of animals as more um, more prestigious, more uh, if, if you can make a bond with a specific type of animal, like a, a, a leopard, for example, a leopard would be considered more uh, prestigious of a bond to make than with a wolf. Um, one of the higher uh, types of animals that you could make a bond with would be a gecko. Um, and the uh, the leaders it is everything good, Gwen? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, I I'm piecing things together, but my character's way yeah. too dumb to understand this. Got it. <laughs> um, yeah. So one of the the more prestigious animals, and the reason being um, well, hang on, let me back up a little bit. One of the more prestigious animals to make a connection with would be a gecko. Um, and a giant gecko, specifically. Um, and the reason for that is that the individual who founded the Wilders of Clarth had a very uh, long-standing bond with a giant gecko. And so many of the people who want to emulate that leader, who want to become as great as that leader, will attempt to create a bond with a gecko and use that as their animal companion. Um, and so they, it's, it's kind of cultish. This group is, is like a little bit of a, of a, a cult of mercenaries. Um, they have a code, they have things that they think are more prestigious than others. And the strange thing is that they usually just operate out of Elea. Um, the fact that they have traveled down to Saga Gesa is odd, and I don't think anybody quite understands why that would be right now, and I don't think you can glean that from that society check. Yeah. Okay, I think the moment a lot of this clicks in Sogafa's head, she is going to stop walking and just, <gasps> you liar. What are you doing bringing us to this place with these people? Are you sending us into a trap? Are you here to get get our, our Remy? Are you here to get him killed? What are you doing with these people? These are the people hunting us. She she looks at you and she says, Oh, no, 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 no. The Wishbone Mountains have been taken, not the Kinderon Mountains. But they're, so they're close. They're close. Are we closer than we were before to the, the, the ranger base headquarters of operations? I really don't think the gardeners, gardeners of Clark are going to give us that big of a problem. I, they're not gardeners. They're, Elia is full of, um, folks with bad intentions. Not everyone has bad intentions, but a lot of people have bad intentions or otherwise bad motivations. That's that's like that's like my whole homeland in a nutshell. 
I'm worried, everyone. I'm worried. And I don't... Hmm. I'm going to stand closer to Shaija and kind of look at this lady <laughs> like, hmm. Um, hmm. Yaeli steps, steps back and she says, I, I do not mean to bring you into a dangerous location. This is my home. I will protect my home with my life if I need to. These wilders come from a different land. They come from a different place, and they have attacked a different location here in Saga Geza. I do not intend to leave them here. I, I panicked. I'm sorry. I panicked. I just... They're not good people. They're not good people. Why don't you, um... Everybody go ahead and take a look at the, the map really quick. If you look north, the Wishbone Mountains are just below the city of Yesa. Um, and they're just below the Duntara Lowlands. What she explained was that it seemed as if these wilders took a ship up the Duntara River into the Duntara Lowlands over to Yesa, and then went into the Wishbone Mountains and took the homes of these Shisk people who live in the Wishbone Mountains. Um, some things to note, the Whispering Marshes are very close to the Wishbone Mountains. Also, there's quite a bit of distance between where you are and the Wishbone Mountains at the moment. Um, and what the Shisk people were described to have done when their home was taken was traveled down into the Kinderon Mountains where they knew they were protected by the Kinderon Shisk. Um, <clears throat> and so they have theoretically traveled across those narrow passes that you saw leading off into the north, further into the mountains. Um, and they're now in these cave systems that you are inside of. Um, I'm going to let you guys roleplay this however you see fit, but one thing I want to make clear is that if there's anything you would like to purchase here, if there's anything you would like to do mm-hmm. here in the village, you're absolutely more than welcome to do that. Um, also... If you have ideas for trades that you want to make, you can do that. Um, feel free to interact with any of this, however you see fit. And feel free to ask questions to anybody. Um, I'm gonna kind of leave this and leave the ball in your court from here on out, or at least for the time being. So Sagafa, you seem pretty upset. Is everything, I. I think some of this has gone over my head. Um, I, uh, I panicked, Hannah. I, I, um, I was listening to what she said, and I, I, for a moment, I thought that maybe the, uh, the Wilders were, were going to knock down the door. But I, I think that that we might be safer here than we were out of here. Uh, at least Remy is. Um, but I think we should definitely be concerned about the people following us. I mean, like, more than before. They're very skilled. Okay. Um, 
Not sure how they're gonna knock down a door to a cave, but... There don't seem to be very many doors here, actually. No, but I'm, I'm just... You, you, and Shaija, and Shijia. Everyone seems to just... I don't know, it's been a bad energy since we had to move camp. Your Rabbit. feet are giving me a bad energy. I mean, oh, uh, it's hot. <laughs> it's cooling a little bit, but it's fine. It's fine. I've had uh, worse injuries. I'm missing a toe on my left foot. It's fine. I just starts patting herself down. She goes, ah, I must have left my, my coin back at camp, and I've, the only valuable thing is the dagger that I had. I, I wish I could help you get shoes, but I'm broke. Nothing I have a couple to trade. hatchets. I, honestly, hell, I could trade my longsword if we really need it. No, no, no. no, uh, no. That longsword's going to keep Sogafa and I alive. You yeah. keep that longsword. Yeah, I have I have at least a gold and four silver. That can buy something. That can buy some sandals, slippers. Does Lashija not have any slippers she can... She seems like she probably has a couple of <laughs> Oh, I rescued chains. some. She has tiny feet. Oh. Like, like... So, as you're talking about shoes, slippers, sandals, um, one of the... Or not one of the... Yeli steps in and says... Sandals are actually... Wait, hang on, voice. Sandals are actually one of the things that we have in abundance. Look at uh, look at her feet. You will see that her feet are covered in a rubber material. Uh, the bottoms of her feet are uh, covered in what seems to be like an adhesive rubber. Um, I don't know if you all know of any ancient indigenous practices uh, related to like like actual real world indigenous practices but uh, some South American people used to take tar and uh, adhere it to the bottom of their feet in order to create a rubbery substance that would then become shoes um, that is very much what they're doing here uh, you see most of the people have this rubbery substance attached to the bottom of their feet. And uh, Ye Li offers to take you to a shop that could do the same. Um, and it wouldn't cost you. It's a, it's a simple procedure that they can just pour tar onto your foot and kind of shape it in a way that would allow you to um, have- You mean I'd sales. never have to put on and take off shoes again? Oh my dear, it would wear down over time, but for a few weeks, a couple months, you should be okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, I knew there was a reason I liked you. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, guys. I don't have to sell my longsword. I'm getting free feet shoes. <laughs> I, I'm not... You're getting free souls. <laughs> I... Are they fixing your toe? Soul. Oh, uh, it's the other foot. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Shaija, are you gonna are you gonna do any nature or medicine check on? No, I, I, it's because she's so exhausted and weary. Like, uh, uh, you know, 
normally she would if, if we were in kind of a safe or if we were going on but i think that she's so tense that she's not actually thinking about hannah especially because she sees hannah as this really strong person so if it was uh sagatha i i think that shaija might be more tentative um but she, when she looks at gwen she sees this person of endurance so i don't think it makes sense like i think that she's like she's stronger than i am and so i like that it's fine it'll burn the wounds close it's great (laughs) i was on board and then i and then that right you were on board until that yeah until the like imagine what your feet are gonna smell like when you peel that off in a month i don't know if i want to be around you when that happens (laughs) you're a very physical person we could put like herbs. Could I just put like herbs on my feet b- before we do this, and then? But then it won't stick to your feet. See, you've got to have a nice, good substrate for the tar to stick to your foot. Yaley puts her hand on her like forehead. <laughs> my dear, you will be fine. Just come with me. <laughs> uh, Yaley, before I follow you before anywhere. you lead what? on to the uh, to the oh. shoe store, um. I hate to ask, I know that you have clearly a lot of people here right now, but um, is there a spare room somewhere uh, where we could we could stay for the night? You know, I think uh, maybe some of us would like a little rest. Looking at you, Shaija. Uh, of, of course, yes. We can make sure that you have a place to rest tonight. I will not be able to promise that you will have a room all to yourselves. We may need to split you up in various different huts, but yes, you will all be able to sleep. At least two of you can stay in a room together. Oh, thank you so much. I just uh, I just wanted to be sure that we're not being too much of an imposition here. Uh, Shaiji goes over to Remy and uh, grabs his little shoulder and uh, says, Remy, would you be a, a dear and uh, stay with Hannah. Oh, yeah, 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 I got it, yeah, uh-huh. How's it going, big guy? I'm gonna get my tar feet, and then I'll, I'll meet you back up here in five, ten minutes. I don't know, how long does it take to tar your feet? <laughs> um, I was like, I didn't look that part up. I, yeah, <laughs> can't say that. Okay, re- realistically, like, you gotta put the tar on, you gotta let it dry. And then you gotta put another layer of tar on, and you gotta let it dry. Yeah. It's probably a couple hours. Yeah, five, ten minutes. I, it can't be more than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it takes a couple hours. <laughs> Remy's now this just like, feels like a fortitude check. <laughs> <laughs> you said they're putting burning hot tar on my feet, yes? Just the first one's gonna be hot. Um, and it's not burning hot. It's it's probably like uh, I don't know if you've ever used like, like, hot, wax. like hot wax. It's probably a lot like oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I knew I knew a girl who used to do this. Um, so it's it's uh, it's not terrible. It uh, did it. Wait, what happened? Did you roll it? Mm-mm. No, I'm confused. No. Did I miss something? It, wax, no, please. not at all. No. Okay. No. Just thinking about hot wax, you know. Okay. 
Um, while you're waiting, Remy turns to you and says, uh, "I've been I've been practicing a little bit of my magic recently. Um, hmm? Can I maybe show you something?" Oh my God! Yes, it's pretty cool. Um, what is it? What is it? And he said, "Well, okay, so." Before this little like adventure where we're going through the woods and stuff, like I didn't really think that I needed to prepare any spells that might, you know, like hurt someone else. Um, but I, I feel like it's probably a decent idea to be able to do that now. Um, and so, well, um, I tried this spell and and it, it's like the wind comes out of my hand and it's it's really fun. Do you want to see? Yeah, show me. Here. Try not to do full power, but just hit me. And uh yeah, he'll he are you sure? Are you sure? I, I mean, wanna, has like, any do, I don't want to accidentally hurt. Uh, okay. Um it's going to be awesome close up magic. Can you give me a reflex save? Wait, um, hang on. Can I choose to fail it? Oh, it's a fortitude save. Give me give me a fortitude save. You can choose to fail it if you want, but well, you don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> it shows for me. I got an yeah. 11. <laughs> um, <laughs> this like blast of wind comes out of his hand and like brushes past your face or like blasts past your face and um, you get pushed off of your seat as they're putting the tar on your feet and the woman who's tarring your feet just looks at Remy and just says right now <laughs> this right now this is the time for it is oh my sit, god did you sit outside <laughs> I mean, I. Sorry, Remy. <laughs> and he like hangs his head down and steps up to the. It was a really cool spell, though. He like <laughs> steps up to the the path and just like stands on the path until you're done. Um, okay, that's my little RP thing with with Remy. Um, everything goes pretty well. Is there anything y'all are looking for in the, the village in the village market here? Is there anything that you all want to pick up? Uh, I was perusing okay. Archives of Nethys. Yeah. Uh, can't really afford anything, so... Okay. Well, no. what, are, what are you looking at? What are you interested in? Uh, well, he did lose his hand crossbow, so... And that's fine. He understands. He has throwing knives as backup ranged options, but... Mm -hmm. um, He's fine. Just kind of looking at the wares, looking at the style. He's been around, so Krig is also kind of looking at the uh, the mercantile aspect of things as well. Mm -hmm. Not really deep, but just passing the time looking at... He's a tourist. He's window uh, shopping. Exactly. Um, but really, he's fine. I was just surprised that a simple hand crossbow costs that much. Uh, thanks, Paizo. How much does uh, it cost? It's three gold. Wow. Okay. 
Dang. Just a little hand crossbow. Not important. He's fine. He's good with his throwing knives, and I haven't got to use them yet. So, just window shopping. Uh, um, Yilei? Yeli. Yeli. Uh, my handwriting's atrocious. <laughs> Made it uh, seem like uh, Sorry. tornado warning is in effect, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was at Eugene Springfield Fire Department. Oh, boy. Everything's uh, good. Oh, no. Okay, so um, yeah, just uh, just window shopping. Yeah, but he's he's good. Okay, um, something you notice as you are shopping around is that the arrows used in those hand crossbows uh, are crafted out of the spines that you see on everybody's bodies, um, oh, wow. almost as if like. Could we get a? Uh, could you throw that picture back up on Founder yeah, so uh, people absolutely. can see that? Because that yes. was yeah, a very good find. Cool. You know what? I'm going to have to create a new scene for it, but I'll pull it up as soon as I can. Um, oh, okay. That's all good. It's uh, it's yeah. around here. Uh, do you have an NPC for him? Or an actor? Uh, you, can... I, you know, I don't actually. Um there's some foundry tricks I could show you uh, at some point. I would You're love good. that. Yeah. Um, it's like simple, yeah, like if there's an NPC that had artwork for it, you could just right-click, show artwork, then show to players, so. Oh, that's cool. Uh, let's, yeah, let's do that. Let's pull everybody over to this scene. Do you know, Don, if there's a way that I can pull everyone to the same scene at the uh, same time? You just time? activate it. Just right-click, activate, and that activate. should... Activate, that's cool. Okay. Um, so these spines that you see coming off of her scalp and out of her shoulders and back and her, her elbows and arms and uh, off of the shins of her, her legs, um, you see that there are arrows crafted out of that material. Um, it looks almost as if the, the, the spines have been crafted into arrowheads that are then affixed to... Uh, little sticks that are the arrows. Um, quite, quite scary, honestly, to look at. Um, but yeah. So looking at them, um, Craig's gonna kind of like just like run a finger down. Um, he's gonna find like the closest person working. He's gonna like beckon them to whisper something. Oh, hello. Um, How I may don't... I help you? Hi, these are uh, magnificent. I bet they do uh, great work, and I don't want to seem insensitive, but uh, creatures I've met in the past with quills have a bit of a, a toxin. Uh, are, are your people toxic? This is an excellent question <laughs> that I must look up on the archives of Nethys. <laughs> no, that, I don't know if there is anything. I just, uh, I was just thinking like That's a some really good animals question. with them will have like a basic little neurotoxin thing. It's fine if they don't. I was just, I'm kind of playing the dumb tourist right now. Oh, I'm really curious oh. about this. Um, Are the archives of Nethys nearby? I've heard a great deal about them. <laughs> um, okay, so he responds... No, these are the bone quills that my people grow. Uh, once the 
younglings grow to maturity, their quills fall out, and we sometimes collect those quills and craft them into art or sometimes weapons. These are just a collection of anyone who has turned their quills into us to be crafted into arrows. We try to use what we can. Of course, no, yeah, live off the land. Uh, you have these. Um, very, very interesting. Uh, could I trouble you for uh, a handful of them? Why, I would be honored to sell you something. What do you have to give? Or are you able to pay? I must I... say that currency is not quite as useful here as it might be in other locations, but I am willing to accept it should you only have currency. No, I have some stuff I could offload, and, uh... Yeah, he is going to uh, unclasp his dueling cape, and uh, he's going to lay it over his hands. Uh, this doesn't serve me as well as it once did, but it could help you. And, uh, a little bit of meta. <laughs> the dueling cape and the pairing scabbard more or less do the same thing. Okay. I, uh, I bought them both at character creation because I thought, no, I'm going to be nifty and clever and it's just just going to kind of offload that. Cool. Um, what color is it? Uh, let me look at my artwork real quick, because I don't remember. I think it might be red, but I'm not sure. I think sure. it was red. Click over to character. Yeah, it's a, it's a, like a faded red-brown little guy. Interesting. And you say this will protect someone when they are fighting. Oh, yes, uh... Uh, he puts it back on him, and then uh, he uh, pulls out his sword in a very non-threatening manner. Uh, but he uh, gives oh. it, like... <laughs> <laughs> With his offhand, he kind of, like, wraps the cape around, and uh, he kind of whips it around. He's, like, doing, like, little acrobatic moves to show how... Uh, and, like, and, like, this, I can use this to uh, uh, give myself a plus-one circumstance bonus to AC and to deception <laughs> checks using to faint until the start of your next turn. And uh, uh, just just kind of just flipping around and showing it. It's not bad uh, material at all. He doesn't have a lot of fancy stuff, but that was something he kind of kind uh, uh, symbolized. How much gold uh, is that worth? Do, 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 do. Uh, five silver. Okay. Um, he he looks at you and says. Young reptile? You are a reptile? Uh, more draconic than reptilian, but tomatoes, tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> dragon. You are a dragon. Uh, yeah, several times removed, but yes. May I? And he holds out his hands as if to take the cape. Oh, uh, yeah, he unclips it, puts it over. It, it served me well. Uh, it's, it's gone. That cape has seen... A lot of the southern islands, uh, Sleesfit, uh, Jervesbury, it's, it's been around, so yes. 
I see. This is unacceptable trade. Thank you very much. And he takes it and he waves it across his back and snaps it and says, How do I look? And and you see um, his spines are kind of like yeah, I, I holding was it up. <laughs> trying to find a diplomatic way of saying awful. Um, but, uh, oh, it, I bet it'd look even better in action with those quills flying around. Can you, um, again, not to be insensitive, can you, like... Shoot him? Shoot him? <laughs> I am afraid that I cannot. This okay. is a common never... misconception about my people. Yes. Uh, uh, I've been told you're called the Shisk people. Yes. Uh, I'm fascinated to meet new uh, ancestries. Uh, what... what do they do? The quills are for protection. If someone attempts to harm us, we can turn our backs and they can run into them. Or we can strike people with them. They are purely for protection, but many of us have found a way to make them Beautiful as well. Um, well, they're already beautiful. You didn't have to do any work for that. Thank you very much. Um, and he goes on to explain that his people are uh, a bird people, um, and that these these spines are the remnants of feathers. Um, and so while they, you know, currently serve a protective purpose, they also have a history of, of being a feathered uh, humanoid as well. Um, yeah. Um, he accepts your trade. He gives you 10 arrows made from this bone and he also throws in a small knife um, and this knife is a piercing knife only it does not slash um, but it is a handle with a very uh, large quill affixed to it and when he hands you the knife he says this quill comes from the mid-spine of someone of my species. And he pulls the cape up that he is now wearing and points to his uh, his mid-spine quill. And it's mm, a couple inches in diameter. Um, and uh, kind of, it, it's, it's pretty large. Um, yeah, and it's a little bit of a curved knife. So yeah, he uh, he takes that, and he uh, uh, moves moves his throwing knives that he has on one leg around, and he kind of just fits it in between the two of them there. Uh, walks around with it, make like make sure he doesn't like brush his arm against the uh, the the point of it, 
Uh, thank you very much. This is a wonderful addition to my uh, arsenal. Thank you. Thank you for your business. It is wonderful to see new people in this home of mine. Yes, thank you. Um, and uh, he just kind of shuffles away looking at, uh, at more stuff. Uh, so Gafa's going to pull a little tiny flower from her hat and just like leave it on his table as they go. He bows to she you. She has nothing else to give. She's just going to give a little flower. Yeah, he bows to you and says, thank you. What are y'all up to? I just, just uh, following around the group and just kind of looking around. She's gonna sleep because she's exhausted, but she's not really looking for anything in the city. She's very wary of it. Okay. Uh, so Gafa's not looking to buy anything or, or, or necessarily like that. Uh, I am curious about the... Uh, the fungus on the walls. Is there still fungus on the walls in here that's going? There is, yeah. And actually, it's giving off a lot of light. Um, there are other light sources. Uh, people have torches set up in various parts of the cave. But uh, there, there are um, a lot of the fungi that are growing out of the wall, particularly on the ceiling of the cavern. And they are shedding a lot of light downward. Um, and it is this green light. You'd be able to find some smaller substances or some some smaller samples on the the wall lower to the ground. Um, give me a nature check. An eighteen for me. Okay. Um. Let's see. So this is a very safe type of mushroom to consume. Uh, it is also a uh, bioluminescent, bio right? Uh, it gives off its own light. Um, and you would think that a lot of these people use the mushrooms partially as a food source here. Um, doesn't seem to have any medicinal properties. Um, it's very likely used for just light as well as uh, food. Um, and I think as you're inspecting one of them, an older woman approaches you. Uh, she has she's completely bald except for the spines that come off of her head, and they drape down uh, along her back really quite beautiful um and her spines on her elbows drape to the floor as well uh she she's she's older uh i would say by human standards she probably looks to be 65 70 which for a world like this um without advanced medicine is pretty old um and she approaches you and said says, are you interested in the Enokiloa mushroom? Uh, yeah, I was just inspecting it. Um, my, my friend has a, uh, well, kind of like a little dragon that has mushrooms uh, and other fungus kind of as part of its being. And I just, um, I 
was just curious about this one. If uh, if I cut it off the wall, do you know will it stop glowing? Ah, why don't you try, my dear? No, I don't. Well, it could be a, a snack for somebody. I don't want to take somebody's food just to see if it's going to glow, you know. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> that is stuff. I'm too curious. <laughs> and as you do so, you notice that it continues to glow. Uh, the light that it gives off is, it actually brightens for a moment. Um, and as you hold it over the course of the next couple minutes as she's talking to you and explaining the properties of this mushroom, um, you notice that the light slowly dims until it, it, uh, goes out entirely. And it's just a, a white mushroom. And she says, once the light goes out... You can eat. Oh, so you don't want to eat them if they're glowing. It can be painful, but it's not unsafe. Okay, that's good to know. I'm going to keep this one. Can I keep this one? Do I need to pay somebody? No, no. They grow back. Okay. okay. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to keep this one and show it to my friend. She just kind of chuckles. Give me a perception check against her will, DC. Mm. Uh, <laughs> modified 20. So I think what you, what you gain from her chuckle is she's kind of thinking, how cute, the outsiders. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> um, and she just kind of gives you a, a wave and walks off as her quills drape to the ground next to her. Thank you. Have a nice day. You as Stay well, dear. There. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to fast forward things a little bit. Um, everything passes smoothly. The, the cave is safe for the night. You're able to spend some time walking around if you choose, and you're able to uh, follow Yeli to some accommodations, but you do notice that you are staying with refugees, um, and you might notice that their accent is a little different, uh, that they seem to be, I mean, they are much the same species, but they have a slightly different dialect uh, in their language that you might pick up on, you might not. Um, and I think that your time with them, you would notice, in your time with them, you would notice that these people deeply value community. Um, they are looking out for each other. If someone needs something, someone else stands right up and, and walks over to help. And the night passes uneventfully, and you wake up the next morning. Um, what you would assume to be the morning, because uh, it's completely dark in the cave. Yeah, you're underground. <laughs> and Yeli comes over to you and asks if you need anything before you set out on your journey. And and she also turns to, I think, Shaija. And she says, May I ask you a question? Go ahead. 
and she kind of pulls you to the side a little bit. I don't think she wants anybody else to hear this question. Uh, do you step over? Uh, yes. I Yeah, go ahead. Okay. And she says, Why is this boy being hunted? Do you know? That is a good question. I'm not sure we do know, but... For whatever reason, he is being hunted. I know I've only heard some things during the group, but I haven't really been paying too much attention to the machinations of the other groups. Very well. Rest assured that he is safe among the Shisk people. We'll see. And she nods. Um... You can also, if you would like, you can give me a perception check against her little DC. Try and sense motive here. Uh, what, what, is it, is it society or is it, uh, perception. Perception, yeah. Yeah, sense motive type roll. 17. I think you, you pick up on the fact that she respects your caution. Uh, with the nod that she gives you when you say, we'll see. She is a approving of the fact that you don't take everything everyone says word for word, just point blank. Um, and are we heading out of the caves now? Yeah. Uh, I... Everyone else is ready to go, yeah? yeah. Uh... Yep. Okay. Um, can I have a survival check? <laughs> <laughs> do we With still get that plus, plus two? Twos? Yeah. We do. Okay, cool. Probably gonna need it. I love the dice on Foundry. They look so good. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god, so that's uh, three sevens and a 22? Um. <laughs> uh, I don't think the 22 has my plus two in there, so it's a 24. Oh god. If that makes any difference. Remy's at a 22. Yeah, and uh, let's roll Ishijia. Though to be fair, Shaija and Kriggs are nines because the uh, circumstance bonus isn't added in. I put mine in on the pop-up, so... I tried to, it just, I didn't... I did, did you hit add? Because it doesn't say it has it. Oh, uh, so yeah, nine! <laughs> nice. <laughs> Alright, we've got... Uh, nine, 24, nine, nine, 22, 13. Oh no, mine's just a seven. I did manage to add oh, the circumstance. Got it. <laughs> oh, okay. So when it says add, I thought that meant like add another, but add that one. I got you. Cool. Okay. Um, you continue forward. And the next day, you are traveling along ridge passes where sometimes you are 
up, bless you, backed up against the the mountain's wall, the mountain face, um, and you're continuing on a fairly narrow ridge forward. Um, there's still greenery, greenery around, um, and you're still able to, you know, you're able to navigate quite well. There's really only one way forward at this point. Um, and so DC for this isn't terribly difficult, uh, but you notice that the mountains are much less dense as you push forward the next day. Um, there are still mountains around, but it's much more like ridges and uh, those, like on, on either side, you've got steep slopes and you've got a ridge that continues forward. Um, so any mix of that, uh, of those things. Uh, what is the, where are we thinking we would like to go next on our map? Uh, I, I'd like you all to take a look at the map. You're currently kind of in between the South Kinderon Mountains and Central Kinderon Mountains, like about to approach the Central Kinderon Mountains. Um, would you like to continue forward into the mountains? Would you like to eventually make your way down toward a different part of the map? What are you all thinking? I'm going to be perfectly honest here. Uh, I role-played Hannah a little bit too hard, and I forgot where we were going. <laughs> going to the Whispering Marshes. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think Craig would not mind at all to see some water. Uh, so if Craig has access to a country continent map like this um, after spending this much time in the jungly mountains um, he would he would float the idea across to the group of <laughs> maybe it was mostly intentional thanks <laughs> um, about uh, getting out of the mountains and going to more level ground that's just him though I mean, honestly, I'd agree. If we can charter a boat uh, over at uh, Ecolofia. Ecolofia, yeah. Ecolofia. Um, I feel like between Craig and me, we should be able to at least get to the Whispering Marshes over boat rather than having to walk the whole time. Uh, yeah, I think you, uh, the two of you, it, you're you're perfectly capable. So uh, I, I I'd follow you. Uh, <laughs> I did run aground. Uh, what's the river going up to Baikisi? Whatever that river is, I did, uh, and and I've I've admitted to in the show that uh, Craig wasn't used to the river waters. <laughs> he did run aground and have to abandon ship, but. Uh, now he's he's a much wiser kobold. Yeah, it's been a what a month. Less and than several a month. near death experiences yeah. later. <laughs> I think it's been a uh, about a week. I think at this point since you started your journey. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> but what a week. Yeah. What a week. Um, Wait, I thought we went a square a day. Yeah, you you did. Um, we fast forwarded seven, five. Eight, then ten. we're gonna do the math, folks. 
are. I, I counted yeah. 11 days. Okay. 11 days. That sounds right. Yeah. Cool. So a week uh, and a half. I think Sogafa uh, does not at all remember that Craig ran aground in a ship. I think all she remembers <laughs> He won't. Yeah, he's not going to offer up to remind you. He's going to him. go along with the idea. Yeah. <laughs> she's imagining... Or she's remembering Craig looking like a captain in the cauldron, riding yes. around, and uh, and Good. the way he stood up to the rangers, and she's remembering how tough and strong Hannah is, and she's like, they're infallible. Yes, hold on. <laughs> I think Lee Shijia, though I don't want to speak too much for her, I, I feel like her character would prefer being out of the jungle mountains to staying in them. Shall we start to work our way down the mountain then? Yep. Alright, you make camp for the night. Um, And in order to make your way down, you feel that you need to enter. There's a, what looks to be a cave system that slopes downward. Um, It seems to be the most efficient way down the mountain. Um, give me a survival check for the next day. And we're still getting that plus two circumstance? You are. Fantastic. Okay. Only thing bringing me to a positive here. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, I got an eight. 22. (laughs) Thirteen. Okay. I, I feel like Craig and Shija have a rope around Hannah. We know that like <laughs> Hannah's been tumbling because of her feet, and Craig and Shija just rolled really well. So I'd imagine yeah. like, no, 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 oh. <laughs> no. You're going down at all wrong. Craig, help, 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 Hannah yep, out, yep, please. Yep, yep. And he's putting his entire little body <laughs> into this. I am so sorry. The traction just feels so much different. I cannot get used to this. If you weren't so tall, I'm telling you, we, you know, we, uh, Craig especially, we, we have much better time climbing down because we're closer. Hey, if there was such a thing as climbing down a, I, I could climb down a crow's nest, no problem. This is... Everything just keeps giving away underneath my feet. It is now... Oh, oh go ahead. Nope. It is now the 28th of Breeze. Three days have moved forward since you've been in the caves. You begin to make yourself... Make your way into this cave system. Going down the mountain. It very clearly slopes downward. Um, and those same fungi dot the walls... Um, and you enter a cavern that looks like this. Let's get your characters on the map. Can you all see this? I can now. Okay. Uh, I can't see it on Foundry. I can only see it on Twitch. Do you have dark vision? I do. I, okay. You should be able to see it now. 
I do not have dark vision. Uh, let's see. Two, three, four, five. That should be everybody. Can you all see it now on Foundry? No? Interesting. Okay. It says that I'm in the cave. Like, up in the top left, it says cave. Okay. <gasps> I don't know if... Can I zoom out or something? Yeah, if you do the scroll wheel. I don't have a scroll wheel on my main laptop <laughs> Hi, Shadja. <today. laughs> Did it zoom your character over there? Can you did it zoom in when I typed? Uh, no. Yeah, so when it popped you out, it might have popped you in a different part of the map. Just zoom way the heck out. Well, I'm a, I'm wondering if the token doesn't ha didn't have the prototype inheritance and can't see. That's mm. what I'll check right now. Good call. Vision, yeah, it has vision. Okay, well, let's describe what you walk into and I'll hopefully hopefully I can fix that as we move forward next week um, you enter a cave or a cavern rather and before you stand or rather sit three creatures that turn their heads to look at you. Hey, Don, how do I show everybody a picture on the... Uh, Right-click it. Okay. Do you see view artwork? Do -do. Yes, where, I do. Where is... Okay, yeah. Where, click that, and then it'll show it to you. Then you have to click on the top show. Oh, there. oh no! <laughs> oh wow! So I thought we were oh, friends. No. <laughs> so all of you see as you enter this cave, three of these creatures with tentacles coming off of the back of their head, with yellow piercing eyes. They look at you. They're eerily silent, and they stare you down as you enter. Uh, we'll pick it up there at the beginning of our next Wait. session. <laughs> Is this what dogs look like in Saga Gangsta? Uh, I think that's uh -oh. it. I think that's what they are. They look very sweet. Just friendly little dogs. <laughs> Is this how we find out Hannah doesn't have dark vision? Oh, goodness. Um, so, I have I have torches. So just I have a I have a cool item I can use. Cool. You do have a cool item. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for playing. Yeah, thank you. I hope you all have a wonderful night. Uh, we're gonna stop thank our you. stream now. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us again for Tales of the Witch Boy here on Galesrian's Greatest. I hope you'll join us next time as the group continues their travels through the Kinderon Mountains, ever closer to the Whispering Marshes.